Election 2015, the road to survivor second chances. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino here on the road to survivor second chances. And we are going to be doing a series of interviews here with the people from survivor second chances from the voting pool that have reached out to want to come on to this platform and talk about their message about why they should be invited back. And the first of these interviews that we're going to be doing I am very excited to talk to this person because I have been dying to have her on the podcast for the longest time. And finally, we've been able to work this out. Please welcome, for the first time here on the podcast, from Survivor Africa, Teresa T-Bird Cooper. Hey, Rob. I am so excited. We have tried to make this happen for a while now. So this is timing is everything, Rob. So perfect. Yes. I don't want to make it seem like you're some T-bird come lately because how long have you and I been emailing for months and months, even before, even before Survivor Second Chances was a thing, correct? Yes. Way before this, we have been sending stuff back and I knew it was going to happen. And then maybe, maybe it's just happened for a reason that it's happening now. So it's perfect. I love it. So thank you very much, Rob. And you're not lying to these people. Like you lied straight to Lex's face about that vote, right? Um, you know what, Rob, I think you have that wrong because Rob asked, I mean, Lex asked me if I cast that vote and I did not say I did not cast the vote. What did I say? (laughs) Well, that I can't remember. Yeah, I said something like, uh, I was I avoided the question, Rob, and he didn't push the question. He didn't push it. So perfect. <laughs> Rob, this is so cool. I have to tell your listeners this. This is how far we go back. I worked for CBS Atlanta after Africa, and I got the extreme pleasure of meeting a lot of the players and as and interviewing you out guys as guys and girls as y'all came off the show. I interviewed you. When you came off the show, um, and for some reason, I just felt a real connection with you. You're, you've got such a wicked sense of humor. I love it. Your gameplay was unbelievable. But you and I have such a connection. You might not even remember this. I remember. You actually sent me an eight ball. Yes. It's what? You can't see because when you can't see it. I'm holding it right now. You're the eight ball that you sent me and you autograph for me i have had for how many years now a long time every decision i've made in my life (laughs) everything has been based upon this eight ball oh my god i really appreciate this so ben survivor oz we just finished an interview we made some life-changing decisions based on what this eight ball your contribution to my life that's what we did. So it was really fun. Okay. So T-Bird, did you ask the Magic 8-Ball if you should go on Survivor Oz? No, no. I did not ask. <laughs> no. Uh, did, you ask the, did you ask the 8-Ball if you should go on Survivor Second Chances? No. Some things, Rob, you know, some things you are better not ask. So I feel for sure that I'm going. So I don't even want to, yeah, you don't want to mess with that. That's what I used to say. That you know, And not only that is mind over matter. Ignorance is bliss. I don't want to get psyched out with anything <laughs> that's in the stars or anything. So I'm just going to feel like I'm going. That's this right. Is just like really important questions. Like, do I have more children? Do I, you know, do I get married? You know, things like that, you know? Yes. All right. So T-Bird, let's jump into this. Uh, First first off, because we got, you know, uh, I'm sure I could talk to you for uh, 13 hours today, but we got to get down to to brass tacks. All right. 
So you did Survivor Africa. You were you were right there. And Josh Wiggler and I talked about this. Though I don't know if you know this, that I did a. I'm, I'm in the midst of a 30 season rewatch of Survivor. So I have I within the last calendar year, I have watched your work in Survivor Africa, and I came away uh, even more maybe impressed than I was the first time around. And I think that you had a fantastic shot to win that. You were just you got stuck on this lousy tribe. To start off with, and we're going to go through all of this, but I think it was one of the great travesties that they did not uh, get you out there for Survivor All-Stars, and I'd love to hear from you just how close you were to being out there on Survivor All-Stars, and I can tell you, T-Bird, wasn't all it was cracked up to be, all right? So don't, yes. you, you didn't miss anything there. But. You know, it's funny because I have been so down about that thinking, God, that was my shot of getting back out there. Who knew that, you know, 14 years later that I'd have another shot at it? But they actually called me. I got excited, but they said, T-Bird, don't get your hopes up too much because Tina Wesson is my character. And if, the, if she goes back, that knocks you out. So at least I kind of knew that, you know, I knew if Tina goes out there, that's it. So, you know, but again, this might even play out better 14 years later. So, you know, I guess things happen for a reason, right? Okay, well, let's pick it up there. Okay, so how does this happen? That one day you're just, you know, out of the blue, you get a phone call from somebody that's like, hey, T-Bird, what are you thinking about coming back to Survivor after all this time? Oh, my gosh, Robert, are you kidding me? That's not how it played out. I wish I could say that they've been looking at me for years. No, I have been wanting to play, Rob, and I know you'll so appreciate this. From the night that probes stuffed my torch out, I'm like, oh, uh uh-uh, uh-uh. I've got to play again. I've been dreaming about this for years. So actually, I've been playing Survivor ever since I was voted off Survivor, which means contacting Spielman, Lynn Spielman, who's brilliant, by the way, with her casting. I would send her, you know, an email here and there. Not that brilliant if it took her 14 years to get you back. Well, I think she was um, saving it. a blind spot. Yeah. She was saving it for something really special, Rob, which I think this is it. So so for the last 14 years, I've been kind of campaigning secretly in the background to get back on. So, you know, I'd like to think that, you know, they were looking at me all along. But let's face it, I feel quite sure that wasn't the case, but it doesn't matter. I'm in the finals now and I cannot believe I'm so excited to do whatever it takes to get me back out there. You're right there, T-Bird. And so what do you think? This is an effective strategy that you should tell other people that, hey, like uh, you just got to hound Lynn Spillman and eventually you'll get the call. Well, no, no, no. No, I didn't hound her. What I, would, I was strategically, strategically what do you placing, do? placing an email here and there, like a little short, hey, remember me? I'd love to go, da, da, da. Nothing too pushy, because you have to, yeah. you know, you have to do it just right. Yeah, you don't want her like looking at her phone when you're calling, oh, oh not this person oh. again, because uh, there are definitely some people out there that are the, oh, not this person again. Oh, you know it. And you know, Lynn probably gets, you know, I thought if I do one wrong move, you know, she's going to delete me out of her phone, delete me out of everything. So again, strategic emails through the last 14 years. Hey, how you doing? She's got a son and a daughter like I do. You know, just kind of, you know, setting the seed, planting the seed. Okay. here I am. Teresa seed. Okay. That's right. T-Bird seed. (laughs) All right. So uh, let's just let's go back to Africa and and let's talk about the game that you played. And you started out on probably the most dysfunctional tribe, at least to that point, and maybe one of the more dysfunctional tribes uh, in history uh, with the uh, Samburu group. 
And it was a tribe that was so divided. And and just let me just reset this in case we have listeners that maybe uh, either are new to you or or don't remember South Africa so well. But you guys had a division there between the older people and the younger people. And it was a deadlocked group of eight. Hey, Rob, before we get to that, let's make sure we're right on this. You mean the younger group and the more mature. Yes. <laughs> the more mature group. There we go. So Rob, from the, from the minute, you know, I had all these game plans. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm gonna do. As soon as that transport let us off, bam, those four took off together and it was it. That's how quickly it happened. And there was no breaking them up. So yeah. it was, it was, it was terrible. It happened that quickly. You know what's funny? People will say, T-Bird, how are you going to play again? The game has changed so differently since Africa. Yeah, it sure has. And I think it's going to work out in my favor because, for example, when people say back then it was a social game, they didn't watch Africa because it was brutal. From the <laughs> it was not social. It was not a it social was, game. And not only, and they weren't even a humble alliance. They were in your face. We're getting rid of you. We're getting rid of you. And just the division was terrible. You know, you only thought Will's, Will's attack on Sharin was difficult. Those four attacked us. It was terrible. So, you know, it wasn't a social game back then. I think they prepared. They prepared me for this next. For this <laughs> day. All right. Well, uh, that's great that you are uh, well versed in the current season. Have you stayed all the way through through thirty seasons, keeping an eye on everything that's happening? Uh, Rob, I would like to say I've watched every single one. You know, I watched because I covered the series for so many years. Mm-hmm. There was a few in between I missed, and then the last couple of years I've gotten back in again. Um. So I've missed some of them and I'm trying to get caught up on some of the ones just so I can get familiar with some of these players that I'm hoping to be out there playing with. Okay. So as far as uh, the last couple seasons go, you feel like you have a good handle on everything, all these changes to the game, the hidden immunity idol and, and anything else. Yeah. So an extra vote, a Tyler Perry idol, a redemption island, all of these things you feel like you got a good handle on this stuff. Yes, Rob. Yes. And, and absolutely for me, You know, in Africa, we didn't have immunity idols. We didn't have Redemption Island. We didn't have Exile Island. We didn't have water close by. We didn't have, we had to walk for our water. We had to have fires going around the clock so that, you know, lions wouldn't eat us. For me, this is, makes it a lot more variety, a lot more variety that will help my game. If nothing else, you know, if you win an immunity idol, if you make up an immunity idol, if you make an immunity idol, if you want to give it away, it's just another twist that will help, you know, help with the game. Yeah. Now, and then for me, with Exile Island, you're thinking, who wants to go to Exile Island? Well, uh, yeah, me. If I had to, <laughs> You want to go to Exile Island. Well, if I had been playing the game in Africa with the same people, I would have loved opportunity, <laughs> which is why when Probst sent that, we need three people from each tribe to yes. go you know, on a, on an 80 mile hike through the desert with no water. I'll go, I'll go. I wanted to get out of there just to get, just to go. So for me, Exile Island is going to be a chance to, to, to step away from the game, maybe find an idol, find a clue. Again, it's, it's in Africa. We were locked in that little area, which was difficult. You couldn't do strategy because people were watching you every, I mean, let's, Lex had a stronghold on his on his harem. He was watching everything. And by the way, he's a brilliant, brilliant player, which is why I thought he has we got to get him out. But 
we, there was no getting away from anybody. So again, all these things that have changed for me for Africa to me is it goes in my favor. Yeah. And Africa, just in watching that season again, you know, you have all these other seasons where it's like, okay, let me go take a walk. Let me go in the water. Oh, and then let me go off to, to buy the tree mail. And then I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be able to strategize with these people. I'll make a spy shack and I'll see what other people are doing <laughs> in, in Africa where you have a 360, you know, visibility of anything. Is there any place to go and strategize or anything like that? No. Let me go over here beside this fire. Let me go on the other side of the fire, <laughs> on the other side of the fire. It's like, what? So, there was, there was no way to strategize at all. There was no twist and turns that you could work toward your favor. And, and it, back in the day, if you want an immunity um, and you got to go off or go somewhere and eat a hamburger with somebody, the thought of giving it to somebody else because it was their uh, birthday or something, mm -hmm. you never thought of that. You're like, you would just jumped all over going. So again, because we've seen the game evolve all these seasons, it's going to be a help for me to use these things I was never able to use. Right. Survivor is going to be easy for you now if you go play again after what you went through the first time. I feel going to be like a vacation. Oh, yeah. It's going to definitely be a vacation. Absolutely. <laughs> vacation on the beach. Absolutely. Well, you know, the interesting thing, too, is, you know, what makes Survivor so difficult are, well, the players. And that we're able, and as fans, is we're able to go on and actually pick and choose who we might want to be out there with. How cool is that? How brilliant is that, CBS? It's a great thing. It's a, it's a great thing. Uh, T-Bird, I, I just want to talk about your, your story in Survivor Africa because you were somebody who had to, you know, scratch and claw for everything you got. I mean, it was really, uh, you had to go to tribal council uphill both ways uh, in your season. You started out, you were on this tribe that was a bunch of people that couldn't stand each other. It was the most, the, the most dysfunctional of tribes. You guys end up going to a 4-4 stalemate early on in the season. You guys have some initial success, but then you go to a 4-4 stalemate. Poor Dr. Carl ends up getting voted out in a tiebreaker. Do you still talk to any of those guys? Yeah, yes, I do. You know, once the season's over, that's the one thing you have to think about as far as strategy when you're playing. You know, you're playing with however many people, 17 people, other people or 19 other people. When this is over, and you have to think this way, when this is over, we will all be connected and we will bond because of this experience together. So you kind of have to keep that in the back of your mind when you're playing. So yes, because the Africa group went through such a, you know, you go through Survivor and it's a, an amazing experience. So yes, I do. And funny, uh, uh, funny is that the ones I keep in the closest contact with are the three guys that voted me off who I respect unbelievably because of their gameplay, Lex, Big Tom, and Ethan. And of the three of them, I talk to Lex the most, which is almost comical. Okay. Yes. Well, I mean, I get that. I mean, I think that, you know, you guys were all like, there was a, a fondness that I always felt like uh, between all of you guys, especially on the rewatch of that. that. And that's why they kept you around the longest. They, they liked you personally the most. And what's not to like, right? Oh, uh, Rob, you're so sweet. Well, you know, especially compared to like, were they going to talk to Frank all the time? Well, you know, when Linda, if you remember Linda, when she blew up. Yes. Didn't your mama she, ever hug you? Oh, yeah. When Linda blew up, I'm like, oh, yeah, Linda, keep it going, girl. I knew that once she blew up at him, because I was the next one to go, because they had already said, we'll keep Frank when we when we merge. They're not going to like Frank. 
But Tabor, they're going to like. So we got to get her out. So I was the next to go. And then Linda did the blow up thing. And I'm like, brilliant. So Rob, as I'm voting for the 10 men and the nine other women to go out there with me, I'm trying to vote on strategy of who's going to blow up, who's going to you know, be a time bomb, who's going to, you know. So it's so funny. It's all strategy. You, you can't get away from thinking strategy. All so who do you want to endorse? Oh, God. Uh, T. Bird Cooper. <laughs> There's no none of the other women that you want to and men do you want that you want to endorse today. That would be letting out some of my strategy. <laughs> okay, so we just have to so, read read between the lines. Who's going to blow yeah, up? Right, exactly. Okay, exactly. so anyway, so for like a heartbeat, you guys had the older people or the more mature people. You guys had Silas on your side for a second, and that was the only time that you were ever in for like a heartbeat that you were in control of what was going on from a numbers standpoint. And then once you guys have this tie, then Dr. Carl goes out and then now you're in from the rest of the game on. Now you are, you know, on the chopping block because now the younger people, they have control and it looks like Silas and his people are going to do something. But then things get flipped around. You guys go ahead and you do this switch and then you end up going over with Silas and Frank to go uh, to the Baran tribe and you guys decide, you know what? Let's sell out Silas because we didn't li- we don't like him. And then you go ahead and try to work with Ethan and Kim Johnson. Could you talk a little bit about that decision? Yeah. Well, a lot of people say, you know, throwing a challenge is, is, is the worst thing you can do. And, and I, a lot of times, probably the majority of the time they're right. But with Silas, Silas, was never looking at the, the end game. First he time was, ever the challenge is thrown also. Yeah, Silas was only looking at control, controlling the game. He, he, he wasn't looking at, you know, the end game. So when even after we, Frank and I, went over to the other side with Silas, you would have, I would have thought that Silas would have come to me. He wouldn't have come to Frank, but he would have come and said, hey, T-Bird, okay, I know it was a little rough over there, but it's a different day. It's a different game. Let's pull together. Let's what he never did. All I knew that at that point, he's just waiting to get his harem back. So at that point, I thought we got to get Silas out or as soon as they get together, they're going to tell him how, you know, T-Bird and Frank are this and that and this and that. So Silas had to go. Okay. So, so Silas what? goes and you and Frank, you know, have a little bit of an in then with Ethan and Kim. And then ultimately, after the other tribe, the new Samburu, they go to tribal council and they vote out Lindsay uh, at their tribal council. You guys all come back and there's a merge. And then the Baran gr- group, they all get back together. So you right. gotta, you kind of feel like you're okay. Well, we're going to get uh, maybe picked off here because uh, yes. that they've got, they've got the numbers because two of the original Samburu people went out. But there's Clarence who's on the outs and everybody knows that Clarence is on the outs here. And maybe, uh, you know, you guys had a good relationship and you guys end up doing this challenge where it's the uh, what is the name of the name of this challenge? Though that it's something uh, raindrops are falling or what, what are they? What do they call the challenge that you won? You know what? I never knew it had a name. <laughs> it has a name. It has a <laughs> Let's go. Raindrops. I love it. <laughs> it's something. Raindrops. It's something about water. It's something water related. And so, uh, you guys are standing there, and you guys are going. Well, how many hours are you, are you standing there with your hand over your head? Over six hours. Over six hours, and it's you and Clarence, who I love. Clarence. I do too. Yeah. Too. He's, he's yeah. a very. He's a very funny guy, and I feel like uh, you know he didn't get a great edit on the season, but. 
He's hilarious in person. And so yes. you guys are out there and you guys end up doing rock, paper, scissors for this. Yep. And, well, that, was Clarence, that was Clarence's idea, by the way. Yeah. And, and what was it you did? What paper beats, paper covers rock? Was that what it was? Yep. I said Clarence, paper covers rock. And Clarence goes out. But you guys bonded in that moment, right? We did bond. And he, he yes, we bonded. But also, I knew how important it was for me to win that because if I had lost that one, I knew I was safe, but they were taking Frank out. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's just another, another one of my alliance. It's gonna, I'm going to dwindle. So, But what do they do instead? They said, you know what? We're still mad at Clarence about stuff. We're still mad he took the beans or whatever. And so they go ahead and decide to vote out Clarence. And Lex tells Clarence, hey, just so you know, it's you. So you're not blindsided, which coming away from that, from all that stuff, do you, would you ever tell people that, hey, it's going to be you tonight? Is no. That, no, right? There's no good in that. There's no good. It gives them time to scramble. Not only that, even if you want to go, even if I wanted to go, which I never would want to go, if I wanted to go and somebody said, oh, guess what? You're going tonight. Guess what? Now I don't want to go just because you're telling me I'm going. So, no, it's not the best thing to do ever, which, you know, again, Lex, Lex controlled when Lex got back over to the group when the tribes merged, I'm not kidding you, Rob. That day of tribal council, everybody went to Rob. Rob, excuse me. Everybody, or it would have been you if you'd been out there. Everybody went to Lex and said, Lex, who are we voting for tonight? Who are we voting for tonight? And that's when I realized, because he had been on the other side before the merge, that's when I realized his, his strength was way too much. And then I made a promise to Clarence because I knew everybody was voting for him. He said, T-Bird, will you just not vote for me, please? Because everybody else is. And I thought, I won't vote for you, Clarence. I made him a promise and promise is a promise. So that's when I thought. And plus, I had my sights on Lex because I knew he was controlling the game. He was the one I needed to, to get out. Yes. All right. So you said, I'm not going to vote for you, Clarence. And now you got to vote for somebody. And so you put your vote on Lex and it ends up being two Lex votes at this tribal council at 10. So now Wait, are you sure, sure there's two Lex votes or one? Oh, was it, was it who did Clarence vote for? It was, I don't think Clarence did Clarence vote for Lex. See, I don't know. <laughs> Here I can, I can check. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. This is what was interesting. Cause Frank asked me, he goes, who are you voting for tonight? T-Bird. I'm like, just go with what everybody's doing. Okay. Because then you still, you got to be careful trusting anybody, especially when Lex blew up. Who knew he was going to be doing that? All right, let me confirm. So Clarence did vote for Lex. So two votes for Lex. Okay, and I voted for him. I did. Frank, Hold on, can you confirm that? Was it was it you? I thought it was Kelly. No, huh? I'm, I'm, be, I'm being Lex. I'm being Lex. Oh, okay. All right, 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 right. Okay, right. He came to me and asked me if I did it, and I just paused long enough for him to look at me and say, T-Bird, you're the real deal. And I thought, oh my gosh, he never even let me answer the question. That was it. From then on, it was they, he focused on Kelly. So again, it worked out. And Lex, so Lex is on the warpath now. So you well, did, well, you did well, this. Yeah. Now it was not intentional, right? You, you didn't, you didn't come up with this plan. If I put this vote on Lex, then that's going to send him, send him cuckoo bananas. No, I only put it on there because I thought he needs to start getting votes against him. I got to get him out. He's my competition. To me, he was my only competition. 
Because the oh. the other thing about Survivor that a lot of people forget is that the tiebreaker at this point in time, and which looms so large, and I'm sure at some point in this process, we're going to talk to Jeff Varner, and he could tell you about the tiebreaker votes. But the previous votes cast against people was the tiebreaker. So Lex getting votes on him was now in a tie. He's becoming vulnerable because now he got two votes put on him. So he's really upset about this, that who's making this aggressive action against me, putting votes on me, that's going to screw me over in a tiebreaker. Somebody is doing that and I have to find the snake. Oh, he went crazy, Rob. He did. So again, as I'm looking who I'm voting for, I'm trying to look for a bunch of people that like just explode and go off crazy because it was a distraction. It was a distraction and it made people kind of see a different side of Lex that they hadn't seen. Yes. And he said, I'm going to find them. I'm going to slit their throat. And he kept saying, he's going to slit their throat, whoever did it. And he ultimately ends up deciding that it was Kelly, but it wasn't Kelly and Kelly was with him. And he does it in such a way that he pushes Kelly into the arms of T-Bird. That's right. Come here, Kelly. Let's embrace. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So talk th- talk through this process, which is going to get uh, screwed up by <laughs> something outside of your control. Well, Kelly, who I, she was a younger player. So she kind of bonded with Brandon and little Kim once they got together. So I guess I didn't, I didn't really plan on that. So that was kind of, you know, what happened there. So when they were putting the vote on Kelly, I was okay with that because I thought she's not a she's not a solid player at this point. She's kind of going off with Brandon and, and Kim. So when they voted her off instead of me, I was okay because I figured now I'm just going to have to change up my plan and figure something else out. Yes. And so, but now here comes Kelly that all of a sudden, now she wants to vote out Lex. See, now, I can't... Rob, guess what? I've never watched the show since I played. <laughs> I know how I So, I don't have a TV room set up in my house with a shrine of all my stuff. Maybe if I had won, maybe I would have done that. Maybe. It's too painful. I've never watched the series other than watching it when it aired with my family. And you know how you miss yes. some? Everybody's laying, laughing, and eating, and whatever they're doing. So, I'm trying to think now. I just know when, when they wanted to put the vote on Kelly... I was okay with that. Now, I hate to ask you, did I vote for Lex then? Yes, you did. <laughs> so, here's, so here's what so here's what happened. Let me refresh your memory. Hopefully it's not too painful. So <laughs> now Kelly flips against Lex and now she's like, you know what? You think I was coming after you? Well, now I really am coming after you. And right. so she's gonna go and vote for you guys. So now there's finally there's hope for the Samburu four. Oh, I, I got it, I got it. And then he won immunity. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know freaking Brandon switches to go and vote with Lex then. That's right. Brandon, Brandon wasn't one of those two. When Kelly was with Brandon and Kim, Brandon was flipping all over the place. He couldn't be, unfortunately, it got to be toward the end before Brandon went. I couldn't trust him because he was flipping around. That's right. That's thank you. That's exactly what happened. Yes. And if this would have worked, if Brand, but Brandon said, you know, I'd rather lose the game and not vote with Frank because he hated Frank. And that's, and that's why if it wasn't for that T bird, I think, I think you win this season. You know what? You're exactly right. That's it. You you know, I forgot. That's exactly how it played out. You know, Rob, before we did this interview, I asked you, do I need to do any research? And you said, (laughs) I I thought you knew this story. 
Apparently, I should have watched my uh, series. <laughs> That's okay. I've well, I've watched it in the last year, so I know. Uh, and I went over my notes from watching it. But yeah, I think that I think you win this season because if it's if it's you, Kim Powers, Kelly Goldsmith, Frank, and Brandon, don't you win this season? Well, you know, you you ask any of us that have played, and you come up with a scenario. We all say we won, but I think I would have had a good shot. Lex comes in ninth. And then, and then in some order, then, you know, Ethan, Tom, and Kim Johnson go out. And then here we go. And now your final five. Okay, then. Boom. I think you're right. I'm going with it because I like the way it sounds. Okay. Well, now I want to I talk about an, another time in the game. That was another one, another one of your big moments where you really got a, a chance to shine. Okay. So all this time... You know, there's all there's like this cold war that's happening between the Baran three guys, between Lex and Tom and Ethan. It, it's like, you know, that, you know, Lex goes off and he talks to Ethan and, he, and he's like, you know, talking, you know, complaining about how Tom is actually is close with you and Frank. And Tom has you and Frank sort of as his people that he doesn't want to get rid of. But Brandon, then he has like Lex has Brandon and that's his guy that he doesn't want to get rid of. And then, you know, Kim Johnson is still, you know, floating around. And so, you know, all three of the guys all sort of like go on, like, you know, in pairs of two and sort of talk about each other. And Big Tom sort of has the thing of like saying to people specifically like you and Frank and and, uh, you know, a couple other people like, uh, hey, I'm not going to vote out Lex, but hey, if something happens to him and I don't know about it, you know, great. And so you have this information. Yep. And when now your back is against the wall now at final five. And so you decide to go to Lex and you tell Lex, not only, hey, I was the vote, but also somebody is going after Lex and you, you, I, I don't want to say pray because I don't want to make it seem, seem like you're, uh, <laughs> you're a diabolical person, but you, you leverage the knowledge of Lex's paranoia and tell him, hey, somebody in your group is working against you, but you don't tell him who yeah, like, I'm I mean, not going to say, I'm not going to say who I don't want to say who it is. And right. he's like, tell me, is it this person? Is it, is it Tom? Is it Tom? <laughs> like, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say, well, um, you know, the funny thing is, but I always knew that Lex, Tom and Ethan, the chances of breaking those three up were about virtually impossible. And I mm. knew that. And that you may not have gotten that from watching it, but I tried to get with an all-girl alliance. You, and the all-girl alliance almost happened. It, that Kim Johnson could have switched. But I, knew Kim, but I knew Kim Johnson was better off where she was. I never told her that. I also knew that she was fourth in line. No, but we, but we, talked, we talked about this. Thing. I don't know if Kim, I, mean, I guess Kim Johnson goes to, goes to second, but maybe, you know, that it didn't feel like, unless she felt like she had a final three from some of those guys. If those three guys were as solid as you're saying that they were, wouldn't yes. it make sense for Kim Johnson? Because we talked about this. And I don't know if Survivor Blood versus Water is one of the seasons that you saw. But at the final six in that game, that everybody prayed Sierra, who's one of the people that you might be playing with in Survivor Second Chances, that she was. They, she looked at it and said, okay, Jervis, Tyson, and Monica, those are a tight three. I can't break that. So let me draw rocks. Wouldn't it have made sense for Kim Johnson to go to rocks? Um, and again, it's Survivor Africa. I don't even know what the tiebreaker is. Uh, at well, final six at that point. I guess it's still the previous votes. But, right. Uh, Mama, Kim, Mama Kim was strong with Ethan. Mm. And I think Ethan had her roped in. Well, look, that's how it ended anyway. But I think she felt comfortable enough with Ethan. Because Ethan was, you know, he didn't really, 
he wasn't like Lex and Tom trying to, you know, work yeah. around things. He just had her in the in his back pocket. Yeah. Just like Big Tom kept Frank and I in his back, back pocket. I always knew that that Tom's loyalty was to Ethan and and Lex, but I was hoping to break through and get Lex out, and then yeah. I bonded with Big Tom. But Mama Kim knew she was better off where she was. Yeah, I guess so. And, and you know, I'm and I'm talking uh, I'm talking crazy. I must have had too much coffee this morning because the the tiebreak is the previous vote. Still, you guys could have put the three votes on Lex. The three women could have voted together, and you had enough vo- previous votes on Lex at this point. He's got like six or seven previous votes. Yeah, but I could- believe Lex was he won immunity. He was. Uh, with- okay, all right. When I finally got little. So you do know this stuff, T Bird. You know it better than me. Because when I finally got Kim and Brandon and everybody on board. To get to get Lex, he won immunity straight. That's why if they're a strong player, if you don't get them out when you can get them out. Yeah, he was good. Win. He went on a run. People think that Ethan was the challenge threat in that season. Yeah, it, it was Lex. It was Lex. It was Lex. Lex was, um, he could not be stopped. Matter of fact, when Lex won the very last one, when I was trying to get Tom to go with me, I told Ethan, I'm like, Ethan, if if Lex stays in this game, he will beat you because if he's sitting between with you and if he's sitting with you at the final, that's who everybody's going to vote for because he's dominated this game. And if he had been sitting in the final two, he would have won the game. Okay. Because he was such a player. So even Ethan was talking about changing up and not voting him, but Lex won again. You were right there. You were right there, T-Bird. You always, you had your back against the wall and you, know, you never stopped fighting and you still haven't stopped fighting. And here you are fighting for your way to get yes. back into Survivor second chances. All right. So just tell me from the, from the all-stars, you said that you were, um, if Tina, if Tina said no, were you also in the mix for Survivor Australia too? You know, I actually thought I was going to go on Australia and for everybody that wants to get on the show and makes a tape, all I can tell you is be yourself because the tape I sent in for Australia, I was dressed up like Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz and I live on a, on a farm, an old farm. So I was beside an old barn sitting in a little red wagon with my red shoes and my little Toto, little dog. That, that was my mom and dad at the time. Yeah. And I started talking, blah, blah, blah. So when they called me for Africa, because I sent another tape in for Africa where I just went down out in the woods and just started ad living for a few minutes. I talked with Lynn and I said, well, Lynn, I'm just curious. Did you see my tape that I sent in? Because I thought it was like, great. She goes, T-Bird, I remember that tape. And we saw it, but we didn't know if you were just in costume, if that was your real accent. Yeah, don't do a shtick. They don't want want a skit. They want you to be yourself. That's exactly what she told me. So for all you fans listening, be yourself. Okay. That's it. All right. I, I got so many more things to uh, talk to you about. You know, I, I, that I was so quick to want to get into talking Survivor with you that uh, how, how are you doing? Uh, where that what, what are you up to these days? All right, well, I'm, I'm flight attendant with Delta Airlines. I've been with Delta now. I just started 35 years. How awesome is that? I fly international. So I fly to Germany is my route. I'm a German speaker. So I fly to Germany every week. I'm also in real Say estate. Say something in German for the okay. German voters to vote for you. Um, I say, uh, my name is Teresa Kuba. I arbeite bei Delta Airlines. I habe im Gymnasium auf der Universität Deutsch Unterricht erhalten. Ich versuche jede Möglichkeit, um Deutsch zu sprechen. Okay, how about that? <laughs> yes. Did you hear me? Did you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, can, can you say it was Kelly that voted for you, Lex? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so, uh, all right. 
Here you are. Here you are, T-Bird. Uh, do you still have the uh, lucky bullet necklace? And, and will it bring you back into second chances? Rob, I do not have my lucky bullet what necklace. What happened? Okay, all right. Here's how it goes. I was using my lucky bullet necklace before I used it for Survivor. When my children were born, I had it with me in the delivery room. When I ran my marathons, any races, I would have my lucky bullet. Well, you know, there's the biggest road race in Atlanta called the Peachtree Road Race. I've been running it every year for uh, 30 years, except for when I left for Africa. It's the only year I've missed. And this year I'll miss. Hopefully I'll be flying off to wherever it's going to be taped. But anyway, I had it on my shoe. I tied it on my shoestring. And when I was running the Peachtree last year, it's on Peachtree in Atlanta somewhere. On the road, a six-mile stretch. All right. Well, it wasn't with that lucky because you didn't win and then they didn't call you again until you lost it. So maybe it wasn't that lucky. Yeah, and I didn't win Peachtree that year either. I was beat out. <laughs> I was beat out with an African running barefoot. So, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't so lucky. it's always Africa that's your downfall. Oh God, I know it, right? Damn. <laughs> <Gee>, um, <laughs> All right. All right, T-Bird. Uh, let me give you some questions here from the listeners of Rob as a podcast. Okay. Are, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. John Reed wants to know, how many of the recent players are you familiar with? Um, the recent players. I've probably started back watching the last few years again. But I, have, I am studying all the characters, characters that are going out there, or the possibility of going out there to get familiar with their personalities. Better and, yet, let me reverse this. How many of these players do you think are going to know you? And you well, think that's an advantage or a disadvantage? Well, I think it's possibly an advantage. Because um, I guarantee you, I'm looking at this list. Not that many of these people are going back and, and buying the Survivor Africa DVDs or going on the CBS All Access and, and, and you know blowing through Survivor Africa real quick. No, I know they're not. And actually, somebody told me they went to they went to buy it. A friend of mine, and they said it was so expensive they didn't buy it. You see what kind of royalty I have here, right? Okay. But anyway, no. So, Rob, this is what I'm wondering. It's either a help or a hindrance, and this is what I'm thinking. I think it's all a help. These, all the, well, and all these players that have played recently, though, you got to figure. They've been doing like what we did, Rob, when our seasons ended. We did charity events and we did all these different things together. So we had a little, we were a little group. Well, see, I've been out of that. So all yeah, these- they don't really do that anymore. Like it's, it's, it's a lot different. Like when, I, like when I got off the show, like you met everybody. It's like, oh, here's like you met, you know, everybody from all, from all the seasons. Now, you know, you go to, if, unless people came to the finale, you know, it just doesn't happen, you know, and, and there's not that many charity things that go on. Well, well, maybe maybe I've just been misled because people will tell me, you know, T-Burn, all these last, you know, from S20 to S30, all these people know each other. They run in the same circles. They, Twitter, like they know each other like on on like social media, but I don't feel like they really see well, each other in person. But, you know, it's funny, Rob, you know. I have a connection, and I know this is going to sound crazy. I feel like I have a connection with you. What have we maybe met one time? And it's weird. Even just, uh, even just a contact, whether it's an email, yeah, or, uh, can make you feel connected or bonded enough that you connect with that person. Any reason or anything you've got to want to latch on to somebody. Yeah. So, but Tiber, you know, what I think that was that when we did so when we did Survivor. 
And and you were and you were obviously b- before uh, before me, and, and it was really special for me to talk to any of the people that that came before me because I was such a big fan of the show. But right. we did it at a time when there was you know a hundred people that had played the game, and you did it at a time when there were you know fifty people that played the game. And so uh, we were v- much more of like the only people in the world that could relate to what we did were these other people. Now you know people play the game, and there's four hundred fifty people. That have played the game, so it's a it's not as close knit and tight of a of a group. Well, I, so I guess what you're saying makes a lot of sense. If if S twenty to S thirty aren't you know going to each other's house every Friday night, you know, having dinner. Yeah. But the thing is, because there are then you got to look at the old school versus the the new school. Excuse me, did I say old school? Mature, mature school. school Versus the new school. Yeah. And you think there's not that many of us. So will that put targets on us? Just another reason to get somebody out because there's not that many of them. So, you know, you can try to play, you know, laid back under the radar, if you will. But everybody wants a reason to move people out. And if you're only out of 20 people, if there's only five of you from the dark ages Mm-hmm. Then look at you and say, "Hey, there's all of us, all the other ones. This is a good reason to get them out." So I don't know. I mean, I'm hoping again. I'm hoping that there are going to be some very colorful personalities out there. And again, when I look at who I want to vote for, I'm trying to again be strategic and think, "Okay, I saw this person and they went nuts over this, and I saw this girl and she went blah blah over that." that will hopefully be a distraction so I can kind of sit back and watch the gameplay and, and try to figure out which direction I'm going in. So what you're saying is that your back is going to be against the wall. What else is new T-Bird? Hey, would, that, would you have it any other way? No, absolutely not. But again, all the different twists and turns and, you know, like I said, do I make an, do I make an idol? Do I give my idol away? Do I go look for the idol? Do I pretend to have the idol? You know, do I give up my hamburger meal? All of that is going to really factor in, too. And, of course, it's such a social game. I'm sure there are going to be a lot of people or a few people out there that are going to right off the bat rub people the wrong way. Yeah. And, Rob, you know what? You probably know this. You know this. People that, have, that play a second time or a third time or a fourth time, a lot of times those people's agenda are different than I just want to win the game. Mm. They go out there. I, I, you can answer this, which I would be really interested to know. You know, are they looking at past the game as far as what they can do with themselves past the game as far as marketing and all that? I don't know. You know, I think that people want to go out there and they want to like, I think that like when people go out there the first time, it's like, hey, I got to make a big impression. I got I got to come up with a catchphrase and I got to have a hashtag and you need a hashtag, by the way, T-Bird. Uh, so, uh, you th- work on that too, before you go, but uh, people are like, Oh, I got to make a big, I got to be a big character. So they invite me back, but now you're back and now it's yes. time to really get down to brass tacks because it's not like in 2000, 2001, 2002, where then you're somebody's going to hire you to go and, you know, host a show because you were so good on survivor. Like the, the game is the game. Like, and you can get survivor famous. You could get like, you know, really, you know, really big where I'm going to say, Hey, I want you on a podcast. But it's really going to be hard to for anybody to capture the attention of Hollywood from Survivor. So if you're there, you're better be there to play. Right. Well, and again, don't again the personalities are such that there's going to be people again that can't help themselves. They may be thinking, "Hey, I'm going to play this way or that way or this way," and then 
the personalities just take over and they just flare up and blow up over things. Because I think there's going to be a lot of, there's a lot of big personalities in the running. Yeah. A lot of very strategic, intellectual players, teachers of the game. So, you know, will that be in my favor? You know, I've, I've thought about this so many times and, and I wonder about it. So, you know, I think sometimes you can know too much, Rob. Mm-hmm. I think for me, ignorance is bliss where I don't want to psych myself out too much with too much information. But then again, I guess I need to know enough information, like how does this person play or how. So, you know, there's a fine line with having too much information or being too smart okay. for the game. Because you've got to still be able to, to to move along or change each minute as the game changes. T-Bird, we got a, a few more minutes. Let me uh, give you a couple more of these questions. Uh, Matt Holtzclaw wants to know, Denise is the only 41-plus-year-old female that has won the game. Does T-Bird think that this is a coincidence slash sample size issue, or is there something else holding these contestants back in general? How will you overcome it? This is something that I actually spoke with Denise uh, recently about, this idea of being the mom out there. And I think it's a it's a tough thing to get into because when you're the mom, and I don't really feel like you were the mom in Survivor Africa to the other people that were out there. And I think that most of the people that you played with were were somewhat uh, close to your age. Uh, and maybe, you know, oh, sorry, sorry, Ethan being the only, the only person that maybe there was a little a little bit of, of an age gap. But I don't think that you really were overly motherly to the other, you know, younger people in the group. But I think that the mom is a tough spot to be because when you're the mom, people like confide in you. Hey, you're the mom and, and you and you're nurturing. But then when you make a move, people resent that from the mom. Well, that so Matt, that's a great question. And you said Matt, Aunt, Matt asked that. That's question. for Matt. Yes. See, the problem I think you get is they 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 trust you from the beginning and they keep you around. But can you have an end game? Is can you get to the very end? Because somebody was saying, you know, you can play a great game and people trust you and they know you're loyal because I played a very loyal game. But at some point it changes over where nobody wants to be sitting with you at the end. Yeah. So that's where you have to really, really get strategic. When I played in Africa, I was just trying to stay in for the next vote. I mean, because I was just trying to mix it up. So, you know, as far as the mom, I think you've got to look at too. There's not that many of us that play that are in our fifties. So when you look at the numbers, the numbers, if you look at how many players have played in their fifties, that can win. I mean, I think it's, 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 it's hard to say again. I think I know I'm going to have to change up my game in order to get to the very end and get the votes. But because the game has changed so much with all the different twisted turns, I think that can be done. Yeah. I'm interested to know from you, the adjustment that you are, are going to have to make now when you when you played the game the first time you were you were a certain age and now playing the second time around you i believe are actually the same age that Kim Johnson mama kim who was somebody who did play the mom role in your right. season did um, and she made it she made it to the end but she ultimately didn't win and a lot of the people looked at her with some scorn in that final tribal council is there anything that Kim Johnson did or didn't do that you look at yourself and say, okay, now I'm potentially the Kim Johnson in the season. What, how am I going to be different than she was? 
Rob, you know what's kind of sad about this whole thing that we're talking about with the age thing? Again, I'm going to refer back to the ignorance is bliss. I'm this particular age. I hear it, but I don't believe it. I still think that I'm, I feel like I'm in my 20s. So I don't think of myself as the mama role. I don't think of that. I don't think of it that way. And Kim didn't believe it either. She uh, she brought a thong bathing suit. Yeah, you're right. Good point. I do but but Kim, never, Kim never made any moves. She never made one move in the whole game. She was right there with Ethan, which was right there with Lex and Tom. She never made any move of anything. Okay. At all. So I think between my game and Kim, Mama Kim's game, totally different. And then again, I don't think of myself as a, the mom type. My kids are, you know, 19 and 22 now. So, you know, I think of us as, as I'm hoping that I can bond with, with everybody that's out there, not in a mom role, but just in a, in a friend role where, you know, we can all do this together and get through it. But not, I don't consider myself in the mom role. Okay. Ryan German wants to know, was there anybody else from Africa that you wished had gotten a second shot? Um, oh, is there anybody? You mean on this season? Uh, on, I guess on any season. On any season? Well, of course, we've seen Lex, Ethan, and Tom. We've never seen any women come back. So, of course, other than myself coming back, um, Kelly G would be, of course, a great character. Mm -hmm. she's, she's very colorful. She's hilarious. Does she not want to come back? Well, you know, she just had, I, I think she has, um, she has been in the running to come back. I think she was in the running and was cut, Rob, the day or the day before she was supposed to go because they ended up putting Cheyenne out there. Oh, really? That she, oh, that would have been better. That would yeah, have been better, she right? So she had actually quit her job to go out there. Yeah. And do you know that after that happened, casting felt so bad that they actually hired her in casting for a while? Oh, wow. That's interesting. I thought you would have known that. No, I didn't know that story. Yeah. So, and Kim, by the way, just had twins. So, um, congratulations, Kelly Goldsmith. Yeah. Kelly just had twins. So, yeah. But Kelly would be a, a great, a great character to come back. Okay. Uh, I got one more question for you. Uh, this is from Caitlin Richards. What is T-Bird's biggest regret from the first time she played? Oh, that Caitlin, Caitlin, I love that. I can answer that so easily. I didn't win. That's it? That's what, you were, what would you have done differently? Well, Rob, I hate to say that there's much, very little I would have done differently because I feel like I played every angle. I played you the did. cards that were dealt to me. I played every angle I could play. And you you know, I can make it up if this hadn't happened or if this, but it all happened like it did. There's nothing you could have done different. I, yeah. I'm saying that. I'm not, that's not, a, there's no question mark at the end of that sentence. I, well, other than getting Lex, if I, if I could have gotten everybody on Lex earlier, but, but then I tried all that. So. All right. Let me ask you quite this question. If you started the game on the Baran tribe and not Samboru, are you the winner of Survivor Africa? If I had started with Baran, then I would have bonded with Lex, Ethan, and Tom right off. Yeah. Absolutely. What I've won, if I had been sitting there with Lex, who had won the amount of um, challenges he won, probably not. Okay. If I'd been sitting with Ethan or Big Tom, yes, okay. I think so. All right. Tell us one more time for the people that are voting. People can vote up to 10 times a day at cbs.com slash Survivor Second Chance. Tell people one last time, why should T-Bird be on their ballots? Okay. Well, for, the, for one thing, I guess, 
Um, the old school, excuse me, mature school. Mature school. Yeah. Started- uh, count me in there. Okay. Yeah, that's right. I started playing this game before we had all the fancy idols, Redemption Island, Exile Island. I started in Africa where there was no way to get away from anybody. We had no water. We had fires going everywhere to keep us from the lions. And I played an awesome, awesome game. I know with all these other variables thrown in, I'm going to play just as hard as I played before, but hopefully to take it to the end. And, And again, for me, I've been wanting to play this game for 14 years. I've never started to stop rallying to play this game. So for me, it's something I've always wanted to do. It wasn't a second thought or them contacted me and said, hey, maybe, you know, you want to do this. I've always, I've stayed in shape with my running, my workouts, everything I can do at my age to stay in shape, to prepare for this, not just over the last two months, but over the last 14 years. So I'm going to give it my all. And um, again, I'll make, I'll, I'll make the fans proud to have me back out there. All right, T-Bird. You, you know I'll be excited. You know I'll be excited. Now, w- w- but will you indulge me with, with one last thing? All right. Yes, I will. All right. All right. Uh, let, me, let me turn this over to, uh, to Casey Kasem, okay? Tonight's long-distance dedication comes to the listeners of Rob Has a Podcast. This is a song that goes out to somebody looking for a second chance. Take it away, T-Bird. You gonna do this, T Bird? Absolutely. I thought that was just the lead in. about the second chances then the sun will come out tomorrow Rob, are you sure I can't make it in Hollywood Hollywood is a singer <laughs> six went off are you sure oh uh, T-Bird uh, well I think <laughs> I, I'm thinking maybe the sun may come out it may come out <laughs> tomorrow yes tomorrow and just- the second chance could be happening <laughs> Rob, thanks for your support. Hey, look, I've got this eight ball here and I'm thinking to myself, should I go ahead and ask the eight ball if if I win this season? No, I think I'll ask don't do it. Else. Don't do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to ask them. Um, let me ask this eight ball that you, my friend Rob, gave me if I will have a singing career once this survivor is over. <laughs> oh, that's how you'll know it. if it's broken. All right. This is what it says. Don't. Count on okay, it. then it's working. Then it's still working. <laughs> oh, it's still working. Okay, very good. All right, T Bird, uh, fantastic job. You are on Twitter now, right? Yes, I'm on Twitter, and I actually have a website, tbirdcooper.com, and that'll actually go to the voting 
and people can kind of learn a little bit about me. I actually shot a, a, a video about a coming back video. So people that didn't see Africa or that can't afford to buy it since it's like the most expensive one can learn a little bit about me if they're like, who is that? T-Bird Cooper, I wasn't born when she was out there. Who is that? They can maybe learn a little bit about me. Okay, T-Bird, great job. What's your Twitter handle? Oh, is that a trick question? <laughs> hey, hey, just Twitter, Twitter, Twitter yes. stuff. It's at, it's at T-Bird Cooper. Okay, I'll, I'll, in case there was a quiz. Me, this is like you telling me how the game played out. You've got to tell me my Twitter account. <laughs> That's pretty bad. It's been a long time for both of us. All right. Uh, T-Bird, best of luck to you, and uh, I hope it works out, okay? All right, and Twitter account is at T-Bird Cooper. Okay, all right. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Rob. Great job, T-Bird. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. All right, you too. Thank you. Bye. All right, everybody, there you have it. Teresa T-Bird Cooper here on Rob Has a Podcast. First of a number of these shows that we're going to do here on The Road to Second Chances for the Survivor 31 pool of participants. And I'm very excited about all this. So much, 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 much more to come with all this. We did our Tyson cast yesterday. Talked to Tyler yesterday. Uh, did an exit interview with Tyler. And then I spoke with my mom about what her thoughts are on the Survivor 31 voting pool is. Uh, we've got Big Brother Canada today. We've got Amazing Race later on today. So, man... My schedule is just so booked up over the next like three or four days. Uh, you are going to hear a lot of this. I've heard from many of the voting pool from season 31, many of the second chancers, and we're going to have a lot of interviews for you guys. So just start deleting crap off the iPhone because interviews are coming. All right, everybody. Have a good one. We'll talk to you again soon. Mm -hmm.